Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streaks to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patent hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. Here's the thing. When we're in the wrestling room and we take in the room on the road, we're always carrying stuff. We, you know, whether it's belts, equipment, cameras. So traveling is important and having the right luggage is important. We are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. What's up? What's up, everybody? Let's go. It's time to talk AEW all out. Here's another episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Keeping it 100. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Round presents Break It Down with Brian H. What's up, everybody? What's going on? Brian H here. We are live right here. I know I usually don't be live, but you know, I said tonight we talking AEW all out. So it was only right that I went live. Uh, let's see, already in the comment section. All right, so, you know, make sure if you're out there, you can check this out on Twitch. You know, you might be watching on Twitter right now. You scroll through and he's like, you know what, man? I don't really do the whole Twitter thing. Don't worry. It's on YouTube. It's on Twitch. So that way you can still scroll through your Twitter timeline. I appreciate it. Go ahead, hit the retweet button and make sure you tell the people to make sure they follow us right here on Twitter and Instagram. Folks, before I get into today's show, it's very important. I discussed this. I want to thank each and everybody um, out there for all the overwhelming support and congratulations. If you haven't been paying attention, you see our Instagram and our Twitter, our, all our social media feeds. But the wrestling realm was listed as the number 15th out of 90 wrestling podcasts that you need to check out. So I am beyond humbled and grateful. I appreciate each and everybody who supported this show, who supported the Wrestling Realm brand, whether it be the flagship show where Dwayne and I are in the studio, whether it's Break It Down with Brian H., whether it's Realness Reacts. Um, you know, we also have uh, Give Me the Book, you know. Um, so I appreciate each and every one of y'all who decided, you know what, I like these guys. I'm going to support them. You know, everybody who went out on Twitter, I mean, on um, Apple Podcasts and delivered us a five star rating i want to say thank you uh we'll have a more in-depth thank you coming from myself and the real Dwayne allen but uh go ahead hit the retweet button share this as we get ready to talk aw i know this is what y'all here to talk about um you know uh aw will be taking place as i record this on a saturday night i know usually i have it out early but it was a lot going on today you know spend some time with my kids but they will be taking place in chicago illinois in Chi-Town, well, you know, they was just there, right? We all know the return of CM Punk 
that was a big deal and that it has to be the main event right um but you know how i do when i do my preview shows i start from the beginning i go to the end but guess what you know rick flair wouldn't be surprised to see him there you know uh and dry day we all know is rick flair's unofficial son-in-law um, he was supposed to have a match, but unfortunately, he was supposed to take on Pac, I believe. But because that's not going to happen, there's a lot of speculation. Yes! Oh, yeah. Yes! <laughs> yes! A lot of speculation that Daniel Bryan himself could be returning. How would y'all feel? How would y'all feel if Daniel Bryan made his return? And you know what tonight I'm going to do? Um, if there's anybody out there watching, whether you're watching on YouTube or um, Twitter, and you want to join in, what's up, Dirty Heels in the building? Uh, appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all check out the Dirty Heels podcast. Make sure you check out uh, Davis from the Davis, wait, Banks vs. Davis and Black Wrestling podcast. But um, y'all know what I'm about to do, as I was going to say. I'm going to send out the invite, you know, because I'm in the mood to talk wrestling tonight. I know there's a lot of college football fans out there. So I did something I usually don't do. But I said, you know what? Let's do it. Um, But, um, you know, I'm not the biggest college football fan. But, you know, so guess what? You know, why not? If y'all want to pull up, come on in. Let's talk wrestling. But, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, for those who do not know, is my favorite wrestler of all time. He passed hogan and brett as my number one you know so like it was always hogan brett right you know i know some people are brett sean um hogan savage you know mine was because two two times in my life right so in 2013 i was listening to this interview with dan bryan who's on chris jericho's podcast and he started talking about how he became a fan and when he started talking about that i was like wow like i really connect with this dude you know and the fact that he loved wrestling he went out there and just when he finally found this business, he wanted to get all the tapes, his hands on all the tapes and everything. And I was like, oh, like that sounds like something I would do. Um, and then obviously I was, you know, Lord with the yes movement and all that. But this was like right before that. So, yeah, I would be excited. I think that he's kind of done all he could do in the WWE and there would be a great place for him in AEW. And that's the best thing about AEW is that it is an alternative for people, for people like daniel bryan you know people who love to wrestle and i'm not into the whole well you gotta pick pick a side you know as a wrestler fan look give me give me give me all the wrestling promotions it's a lot right now so you know i try to keep up with them but that would be really cool to see um if he showed up i don't think it would happen on the um the pre-show or as they call it the weigh-in or something like that i don't think it would happen there but you know because of that you know, one of the matches did get pushed up. But let's get right into it. We're going to start off with the match that everybody knows. If you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the Lucha. I mean, the Jurassic Express. I call him Jurassic Park. But, um, oh, snap. We got Davis in the building, a.k.a. Drip. So he will come on here and we're going to talk about this, you know, um, real quick. Matt Hardy and Private Party and TH2 taking on Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, wheeler utah and jurassic express i think matt hardy and his crew win this uh let's get davis in here davis what's up man how you feeling all right he's still- i'm oh, feeling good feeling good how are you i'm good man appreciate you coming on yeah of course i saw you were going live had to tap in yeah you know i said you know, 
of wrestling tonight. Why not? You know, I'm going to open it up, open up the floor. Uh, shout out to Davis from the Black Wrestling Podcast, the stat guy. Uh, and you see he's rocking. I got mine in the back. You know, um, yeah, I had to get I had to change real quick as if I'm probably seen about it representing black grass in a way. Someone you know who will have a way. Yeah, exactly. It happened like two weeks in, and I was like, I don't I only have one shirt, I can't wear it every day, but appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, let's talk about this preview match, man. This eight man tag. Who you like in it? Funny enough, I was on Twitter spaces and I called this match about to happen. Oh, word. Uh, yeah, it was on them the other night. But I, I like the heel. I mean, the face side a lot. I'm a big Orange Cassidy fan. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's one of those people. Um, so I mentioned like when AEW. As you got me in real see, big Orange oh. Cassidy fan. <laughs> so, yeah, he's mentioned um, my god brother and I, you know, okay. grew up wrestling fans. <laughs> and um, when, you know, he kind of got out of it around right after that time when the Ultimate Dragon came to WWE kind of timeline. Oh, so oh three, yeah, a little yeah. early yeah. Short, yeah. He kind of like stopped watching. And you know, when AEW came, you know, he's been to like uh we have we used to go to loafers around here and watch shows um before they shut it down. And sometimes if it was around the corner from his house, he might stop and it's like, oh yeah, you know, watch the Royal Rumble when the Rock came back, right? Um, when he won the title. So like when AEW came along, he's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna check this out. And one of the things he sent me a clip from Orange Cassidy. He was, I said, that's somebody you would have liked, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think that's the thing about him. His appeal is universal. Yeah, yeah, definitely think you know. So you you like the faces in this one? I do. Yeah, I, I, you know it would make sense. Um, I, I just it's a couple ways, right? So like you know you got big money Matt, and it just seems like sometimes right now you just seem to not being able to get it together. And I think that could add on to that story, you know? So, I mean, you know, and then you look at it from a, you know, fan perspective, right? Mm. That can kind of, you know, warm the crowd up, get everybody pumped up if you start off with a, you know, a good baby face win. And again, these two teams, the uh, Jurassic Express and um, Best Friends, they both kind of like real theme songs. Mm-hmm. And those get the crowd excited again with them. Um, whereas my mind by the Pixies, and I forget what the Jurassic Express song is, but the... Oh, Oh, like it gets the people going right away. So you want to start off hot and get the show going in the right mo- in the right way. Yeah, I'm not a fan of them. <laughs> Address excite neither am I. Again, the whole um, it's a constant debate over at BRP with Luchasaurus in particular. Yep. I I see the uh, the appeal, and I and I'm I don't hate him, but I'm just like eh on them. Lukewarm to say. Yeah, and, and I get it. You know, um, I might they might not be my cup of tea. But mm-hmm. fans like them, so I mean, you gotta go with it. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, let's jump right into the uh, women's match, uh, the Casino Battle Royal, the buy-in. Well, you know, this has been moved up to the main card. Um, winner receives the shot. You know, I'm looking at all these ladies on here, right? I cannot. I just can't get away from Tay Conti. You know, uh, I, 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 I'm looking at everybody. I'm like, you know, I don't see anybody else. How about you? So my kind of theory was you let Jay Cargill go now. Okay. Um, maybe too soon, but like she loses and she wasn't ready and then rebuilds, gets bigger, faster, stronger, just dominates. And then when she has the second title match, she obl- obliterates whoever's champion at that time. Um, That's what happened I, to uh, Nala Rose. 
Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the thing. Like you try to do something like that, do the obvious, like the stronger in the strongest person in the division dominates. And then all of a sudden, like what happens after they lose? So I see that worry too, but if the Ruby Soho, I haven't been watching the vignettes, but are they supposed to culminate kind of around um, all out? Right. Yeah. I've heard about that. I haven't seen much of the vignettes either, but I, you know, I've seen a lot of the commentary is that she will be, you know, for those that Ruby riot. <laughs> will be making her debut. But yeah, Ty Conte's not bad at pick, a bad pick either. And she's, I think, the person they've been pushing a lot on TV. Yeah, you know, so that's that's why, like, you know, it's just, I mean, I, I'm a fan of hers. I think she does great work, um, and she looks great. And I'm not talking about from a, um, you know, cosmetically, but just, you know, <laughs> she looks great in the ring. So, you know, she's definitely my pick. Uh, what's up? Uh, your co-host is on. He said, this is the collab we needed. The uh, invite's out there, man, if you want to join in as well. Um, Banks in the building. We definitely appreciate. Uh, yeah, the thing was, time. yeah, schedules had to get adjusted that one time. But obviously, we want to have you on to talk about a variety of stuff besides just wrestling because you're into sports and all that. But Yeah, yeah, we're going we to make it happen, you know. <laughs> we're definitely going to make it happen. Um, so, yeah, let's get into this card, man. I'm really excited about it. Um, I haven't decided where I'm going to watch it at. You know, they got a couple of theaters around the um, Baltimore, D.C. area that's showing it. So, um, you know, I can that, go to a friend's house, watch it at home. So, um, but I'm going to start with the match I'm not excited about too much. <laughs> and that's all right. Understand why you got to have it. Um, regardless of what, how people may feel about Paul White, Big Show, and No More BS. He's still a star. He's still a mega star in the industry of entertainment, right? You know, you look at the stuff he's done on Netflix. So his he does have name value, but I would love to see this be a squash match. How about you? Yeah. Famously, um, a couple months back, early in the year, I said that, like, nothing good ever involved with the big show. And yeah. he was in, was just like, oh, And to see him come back. I think he he announced he was going to AEW the day of my birthday this year. And I was just like, oh, great. Like the one piece of news I would never want to hear because towards the latter end of his career, it was, again, heel, face, heel, face. He's famous for that. Uh-huh. Um, so you say that, right? Mm-hmm. I think to me, I'm going to ask you about this. You said nothing involved, nothing, you know, good ever involved. It was never really a good sign if he got involved is what I'm saying. It, no, nothing, it was never something monumental. Right. Now, what people forget is he was Brock Lesnar's first loss. Yeah. Survivor it's, Series 02. That was the last time where he had like a huge importance, right? But then it got washed away immediately when mm-hmm. Kurt Angle beat him the next month in the like the triple yeah. match. But like to me, like no, no, I think that was just a singles match. The <laughs> Vengeance 03, they have the triple threat. Because like the story kind of culminated with Kurt Angle coming back after Mania. Yeah, Lesnar and Big Show had their feud, which again the stretcher, like him using the the forklift to like get him across. Oh wait, so that was a singles match? Armageddon 02, I believe, is Kurt versus Big Show, and okay. I think it's when Paul Heyman switches to Kurt Angle's side, I think, because he went from one champ to the other right. champ to the other champ. Well, I thought Lesnar was in there. Maybe I was thinking because you know the rematch. Thing. Yeah, it's Vengeance 03 is where that they culminate. I think that whole big plan. I think Heyman still might have been control of SmackDown at that time, so it would make sense to incorporate all three guys that he had managed into that yeah. story. Okay, yeah, but you know that to me, like that was the last time where you know, uh, and, and maybe 
when um Big Show, I think it was Del Rio he beat. No, it wasn't Del Rio. It was Del Rio beat him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that story was weird too. It was just like because Big Show had beat Sheamus, and it was the, again the heel Big Show. Then Del Rio turned face. It was the ultimate like, oh, neither of these guys should be this role. <laughs> right. So yeah, but so you know, like I said, I understood where you were coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, sometimes when you, you you can only type but so much before the, yeah. that's the best part about you know, you know, recalling those conversations, you know, because like you know, I'm sitting here listening, I'm like, wow, he has a point, but yeah, you know, I mean, if I were to try to come up with a positive from his career, um him and Kane was a tag team that made sense mm-hmm. and um, kind of early 06 because it's like, no one's going to stop them. But then the spirit, the spirit squad beats them, but it takes all their shenanigans to defeat Kane in the big show. So that kind of made sense, but it was like, yeah, just put the two big guys together. Right. It made, but it overall it was when, I mean, TV and with yeah. them to be, you know, like you said, with those two, because they just, look, and they look dominant. They didn't. Yeah. Look, that's what I'll, mm-hmm. You know, but, uh, but again, since I'm so young, you got to see the giant. Mm-hmm. In Did you kind of prefer the giant over the big show or? So thinking when I first saw it, when the giant always seemed like a big deal until when the NWO got crowded. Right. Yeah. It, it felt like now, mind you, there was a period of like 97, June of 97 to June of 98 where I, I didn't have cable, so I kind of, like, only didn't have that much access to wrestling. Yeah. And then I remembered Shotgun Saturday Night and Worldwide came on regular TV. But because of that, you know, before all that, I looked at the big show as, um, I mean, the giant, like, he was a big deal. You know, he came in, he beat Hogan. Hogan was my favorite. And I'm like, man, you know, who is this guy, you know? So, but he felt, like, intimidating. You know, he felt like, because I was too young to really remember Andre the Giant, right? So mm-hmm. he felt like what Andre was. He felt like the sequel. And, you know, they build him as Andre's son. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy to think about now because, like, we're too smart for that, right? Um, but back That's why the Jason Jordan thing didn't make sense a few years ago. Yeah. It was the ultimate slap in the face of, like, come on, you can't do this to us now when we have the internet. Exactly, you know? And, and especially when everybody just knew they was going to make it Chad Gable, right? Yeah. That gave and then it was like, wait, no, no, Jason Jordan, Jason Jordan, yeah, yeah. So, um, but I w- I still prefer the giant, even though, like, looking back at it and re- watching all the DVDs, you realize how green he was, and he mm-hmm. wasn't getting that um knowledge that he should have been getting because there wasn't an undertaker in the locker room, right? Their yeah. locker room leaders were the partiers, too. Where in <laughs> WWE and WWF, it was like, no, it's about business, so um. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think I still prefer the giant. I mean, obviously, you know, that's a small space versus 20 plus years of the big show. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, I think we already spent too much time talking about this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we all know how it's going to go. Um, I mean, in a small way, shout out to QT Marshall for getting these opportunities. I guess he kind of deserves them for being a journeyman, but it still feels like out of place. It's like, yeah. Uh, now, do you think this is a squash match? It better be. This man better not be going more than three minutes at his age and his with the surgeries he has. All mm-hmm. due respect, nah. Learn from Undertaker at WrestleMania 34. Ooh. You can do it quick and it doesn't look too bad. Yep. <laughs> that was kind of like with Undertaker kind of getting his, you know, getting his mojo back too. 
that's funny. He did that. I think the Bill Simmons podcast where he said, like, I expected to work 30 minutes. And I'm like, you are out of your mind to think that you could work 30 minutes after the year before when Roman Reigns was struggling to lift you. And John Cena could probably still lift you, but like, he's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm heading to Hollywood in a couple months. I can't risk anything. What's, you know what's so interesting about that, right? Folks, yeah, we talk at AEW, but you know, when you got two brothers on here talking wrestling, that's what we're gonna do. Um, when you really think about that, if Undertaker would have called it a quit, then right, everything mm-hmm. would have been about the moment of him leaving it in the ring, and you wouldn't have heard you would you, you of course like the smart marks would have said, Yeah, but remember the match was really bad, right? But it would have been about the moment of that being his last match and the uh father's crying and the mother real send off yeah. yeah but him coming back just killed all of that you know even with lesnar like we talk about the concussion but we really talk about the streak ended you know yeah. and um you know the undertaker guy you know but here you know by him coming back he kind of like killed that moment mm-hmm. you know yeah, but- it, it's the thing and and i mean we've covered sports very few people get the John Elway Peyton Manning mm-hmm. championship send off. I know you're a 49ers fan. Oh, yeah. Well, no, but even like Peyton Manning, like, was undertaker of that. Like, he was undertaker at that stage. Like, he's only throwing three yards. Like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> and, but he knew, like, I can, I can wrap it up mm-hmm. if we just like rely on the defense and I just got to play it safe. Yeah, I was um, I was doing a show. With, I was with Fox Sports thirteen forty at the time, and I remember like I was doing a show and doing graphics producer. One of the graphics on our Super Bowl preview that year was, "Will Brock Osweiler see the field?" <laughs> <laughs> if this the wire, oh, you were almost gonna say Brock Lesnar. I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> making an NFL comeback." Yeah, you know, Brock Osweiler got paid based off of that season. Oh God, but we thought like. You know, if if this gets like out of hand, maybe he got to get in the game only for the you know the defense to shut down Carolina. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, so yeah, we both got uh Paul White <laughs> winning this one. Um, I'm happy you on for this one because this is a match that I'm interested in. Uh, we got John Moxley going against it's Kojima, right? Yeah, Satoshi yeah. Kojima. Yeah, I listened to um just double check the uh, pronunciation, but I know you're a big New Japan guy. So um, how do you feel about this match? I am and I'm not as much. I know about it. I just don't watch it frequently. Um, mm-hmm. It's more of like, I think Moxley wants to face the guys that he grew up or um as he got into wrestling and idolizing. He had the match with Nagata a couple months ago on Dynamite that was uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. For a, a match that Nagata at this age can have, I think it's the same thing. Kojima is someone who has such lineage for, I think, like Homicide. The wrestler Homicide was a big fan of his, and like his dream at, in the early 2000s was to wrestle Kojima because he'd done so much and like the Lariat, um, big proponent of that. But John Moxley versus New Japan guys in America isn't it the same as John Moxley in New Japan and Japan facing New Japan guys? That's mm-hmm. where Math and I kind of agree on like the Death Rider, which is him in the trunks, the wrestling shoes, really going for proving that he can wrestle that style is where is what I want to see. Um, but him, you know, the wild thing, I kind of like the attitude. Now it'll be, I think it'll be a decent match. It'll be just be hard hitting. Um, it'll probably be the sleeper match on the show. Not, I don't think it'll be anything breakaway, but it'll be like, oh, you know what? That actually was a good match when you watch it or when you leave the building. Okay. Yeah, so you you, you got Moxley winning this one? Yeah, I think his goal, again, is to face Tanahashi 
for the mm-hmm. IWGP US title. I think they're slowly building towards that. Yeah, now, now, do they bring that match over here? Or do they keep that in New Japan? What you think? All right, so right now we're in September. Mm-hmm. They probably do it over there because they just announced three nights of Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, <laughs> they're gonna give us, and that's probably gonna maybe a headline one night. I would I would assume so. Yeah, and maybe we'll see um, a another AW wrestler or two show up. I thought it would make sense if they're like, all right, our goal is to have a when your top guys main event one of the nights, and mm-hmm. it would make sense. Let me ask you this. Kenny Omega, let's say he's still the champion by then. Does he go over to um, you know, go over to New Japan for Wrestle Kingdom? You know, you know, their WrestleMania. The goal Kenny Omega being champion is something I really see happening until for maybe until then. Okay. Because obviously I we'll get to it, but I don't think Christian's beating him just because right. No offense <laughs> to Christian. He's not he's, it's not his time to hold roll tire anymore i mean him and impact is just transition Mm -hmm. i don't think it's i don't think kenny omega is interested in having a new japan match again given that his body drastically needs a break yeah due to the last basically the whole existence of dynamite has been him at like 75 to 80 percent yeah that's true even if it again the goal would be like for koto bushi to retain uh, to regain the title and have champ versus champ with bushi omega Mm-hmm. So if they somehow pull that off, I even don't think that's that's real fantasy booking nerd stuff. Like, oh, and then they, this would happen. And but yes, I don't see I don't see him showing back up in New Japan. I think he's strictly all elite and triple um, A. OK, yeah, because so, yeah, he's officially supposed to be done with impact now. Right. That was the whole thing about him dropping. The I was like, he wasn't showing back up anymore because yeah. Don Callis is also d- done. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, but ladies and gentlemen, get on your feet. Let's welcome in the other half. Hey, I just saw this guy. Banks, what's going on, bro? Peace, peace. How y'all doing? Look, I didn't want to interject. I'm just really here to listen. I'll give my two cents <laughs> occasionally. I just want to hear my brothers talk, man. <laughs> we appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, now I think about it, like this is the first time like we actually like got to have a verbal conversation. We've been you know, he's been a great supporter of the wrestling realm and everything, you know. So definitely appreciate you coming on. Appreciate all the support, brother. Oh, no, it's all love, champion. Yeah, you already know. Like I tell people in the words of the great Scott Steiner, I ain't a hard man to find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, we just finished up talking about the uh, Moxley and uh, Kojima match. Uh, you know, I think, you know, again, uh, me and Davis on the same page, going with Moxley to, uh, you know, walk away with this. How about you, Banks? Oh, he said he's going to sit in the background. Uh, you know, <laughs> you want to chime in on who you think will win that one? Yeah, I, I'll go last, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> listen, Dean Ambrose is definitely going over. Hey, I got this rule. If Vince call you your name, I'm going to call you that name. His mama called him Dean Ambrose, I'm going to call him Dean Ambrose. So that's how it works. So, yeah, unfortunately, Dean Ambrose is going over. I seen him live a couple of weeks ago when they're out here in L.A. Yeah, bro. I, I never was a fan to see him live. I'm like, yo, this, yeah, this ain't this ain't for me. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's move on. Continue on the card. This is a match that I'm really excited about. 
And this is for the TNT Championship. You got Miro, uh, and I guess Banks would call him uh, Bruce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's going to be taking on Eddie Kingston. Um, as much as I would love to see Eddie Kingston win this, uh, I think Miro going to um, I think Miro wins it. But I do think this is going to be one of the matches when we finish like, man, they beat the holy crap out of each other. Yeah, I think they have back to back matches like that. Moxley, Kojima and then this one as well. Because I mean, I mean, Kingston is kind of, you know, Moxley ish with that. Like we're going to brawl, throw a couple guys around. And, you know, at the end, you'll be like, oh, you know what? That, again, that match didn't disappoint. It, it was what it was delivered. Mm hmm. Yeah, how about are you a fan of the of his whole redeemer gimmick, Banks? R- Miro being God's champion of like his God's arms and like my beautiful wife, my beautiful wife. Like this yeah, is he, all he, he's still a Mr. Waters gimmick, bro. <laughs> I'm waiting for your TNT title. Oh, there it go right there. Look, yeah, yeah he copied your whole flow. We got word the for real, word, the real belt collector. I don't know what Kenny Omega's talking about. <laughs> Exactly. I'm like, Kenny Omega ain't never played WWF No Mercy live in 2021. Oh, you don't know that. He probably has. You know him. Given that the people that were making the AW game created No Mercy. Yeah, I hope it's good. Like, this to me, this game better be good because I've been waiting for a great wrestling game. And uh, I'm look as I look up at my 2K20 SmackDown Edition box, I still get mad. Uh, my co-host, uh, the real Dwayne Allen, says, you actually bought that? I was like, I wanted to play with it, you know? And I'm one of the people that got lucky that actually had the signature because there was um, a bunch of people who got the Edge copies that didn't have the signature. So he, like, oh, wow. said, send it to his P.O. box. He would sign it. Thanks, Thanks. Edge. <laughs> yeah, I would have told him to forward that to the guy, Christian Cage. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, um, I, I like Miro to win this one. Um, I just, I as much as I would love to see Kingston walk away with the championship, uh, and it would be, you know, something good, you know, just kind of following his career, following his story. It would be nice to see him with a championship on a major company. I just don't see it happening right now. Yeah, and you don't derail what Miro has because it's funny because they just, Tony Khan did the whole thing. We're like, it's not a mid-card title. We really don't have mid-card titles. We're like, come on. He was a mid-card guy over there. He's a mid-card guy over here. You can try to trick us with coded language and, and all that. Cody Rhodes was the first one. He was Mr. Mid-card over there. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, Kingston isn't someone who really needs a title He because he can carry a program on the mic alone. Yeah. A title is just a trinket to him, really, it's, it, it, or validation in a way. Look, look, look. So let me, let me be real with you. I hate that saying, right? <laughs> Mid-card or doesn't need a title. Oh, I I, I agree as well. You, you know, and, and the reason because I mean, what you based on like the merit you're given, I understand. But the reason why I always hate it, like when um you know somebody like Bruce Pritchard would say this and whatnot, <sighs> I always look at a championship like in the sports analogy, right? We're not going to say Tom Brady, well, no, Peyton Manning or Dan Marino, right, was so good that he didn't need the title to be validated, you know or to for his career because his career was so good people are going to say Dan Marino should have been champion you know he he in the Super Bowl does that take away from his greatness no but he would have been in different conversations had he had a title you know so that's what I look the ultimate goal in sports is to win the title 
why is the ultimate goal in wrestling not to win a title? Are you going to create a gimmick that doesn't need a title? That never made sense to me. So that's always been my pet peeve with that. <laughs> no, I think that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, I totally agree. I think more so with professional wrestling is just like if we could just see you just work. I mean, we go to indie shows. A lot of those workers have titles, but I would say in a non-disrespectful way that those titles look a little less compared to a WWE title, obviously because it's the WWE, but compared to a WWE, a AEW, Heck, people don't even talk about the Impact titles yeah. like that. And I keep forgetting, like, Impact got titles, and I've been watching Impact since 0203. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I guess it's just the standard is if you in WWE, then it's like, okay, this is considered a title. Whereas if you, like, you know, on the Indies show, so to speak, and you got the title, I can't even come up with a name. For one, but you know, if you got one of their titles and it's like they won it, but does it really matter unless I look it up on Wikipedia or I look it up on Google? Yeah. So, how about you? Um, go ahead, chime in real quick, Banks. Who you got winning that match? I got Miro because I don't need Eddie Kingston to go over because he's not censoring any DMX lyrics. He gonna say all the words <laughs> again. <laughs> Yeah. I think um I think it's more like I said, you don't want to stop what he's going because he's taking it somewhere at least. The whole point of the team T title is really for people just to get to stack up wins. We saw what Darby Allen did. Mm-hmm. He just had wins and wins and wins and, and really underrated matches, I think, when you look at it. Oh yeah. But I think Miro's whole thing is to steamroll people until he loses it. And it'll probably be against Malachi Black, I think, or someone. You know, one thing I'm going to be real with y'all, one thing that's concerning me about this pay-per-view is that we've almost kind of like been on the same page throughout the whole show. And I'm like, wow, is this that predictable? Like, We haven't got to the CM Punk match yet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know, because I'm sitting here like, this is super predictable. Or, or, you know, because like, I mean, obviously I listen to y'all shows and, you know, we always don't have the same, um, you know, predictions. So it's clearly not a thing like we you know mirror each other's thoughts so i'm like but like right now going through this like ah. no we did the savage team but we uh rehearsed recent weeks and weeks before we did this episode this was all planned and predetermined so yeah. we could deliver perfectly <laughs> me and this guy right here it's like steamboat steamboat versus uh rick flair we uh-huh. the holds non-stop we worked NWA 20 times, then WCW with Jim Crockett decided to expand over whoever started WCW. I think it was Jim Crockett. Correct me if I'm wrong. So it's like we we know each other moveset. That, that's the whole thing. And I think for the most part, everybody I record with at this point. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, let's move on, man. You know, I'm ready to talk about the women's championship match and Chris Statlander challenges Dr. Britt Baker, I will not do that annoying thing that Tony Schiavone does when she does the DMD. Um, but um, yeah, I don't see Britt Baker losing. I it, it would be a shock to me, honestly, but I don't see her losing. Do anybody? Nah, I like Chris Dadlander, uh, the alien that she called or whatever her nickname is. I, I've seen a couple yeah. of her indie matches where she picked up. A man that was about 500 pounds. 
mm-hmm. like just gorilla press him. I said, okay, this is different, but now nah, she's not going over. Uh, it's funny too. Of course, shouts out to the family BRP. That's um, three fourths of it or one fourth of it. I'm messing up on math. I got Scott Steiner math again. So, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> right. 20,000 degrees or whatever he said. No. So, uh, I was actually listening to that before I actually saw that you two were recording. Yeah, the the (laughs) multiverse, as they say. And what Cal said about, I mean, I don't know if we could touch on it here. It's up to you, Brian. But the whole CM Punk, Britt Baker thing. Mm -hmm. Now, me and Cal have talked about it briefly. We usually just talk about movies and stuff like that. I actually was about to hit him up about the whole CM Punk thing. I agree with him on the spectrum of, and I don't want to, I kind of remember it verbatim what he said, even though that was only like 30 minutes ago. It's kind of like with Britt Baker. It's like now this is the focal point for not the entire company, but Mm -hmm. most of the company, because somehow that's jabroni Cody Rose is always going to be the focal point. Whether he gets his third or fourth retirement because he wants to shoot a uh, show with Snoop Dogg, which is fine. (laughs) Or his wife say outlandish things. That's neither here nor there. So with Britt, it's it's more so we are trying to make her like the number one baby face in the company. But CM Punk is right there. CM Punk got a resume. And it's not disrespecting her because she she young. CM Punk is 41 years old, somewhere around that. And he was an underground legend. So with with them, I feel like with Britt Baker, it's like she might have a title for another year, honestly. Yeah. Just Wait. based on Sorry, ba- ba- no, no, I think he was the mean face in, a, in terms of like face of the company oh, type. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, a, yeah, like yeah, a no, poster. No, but I thought we yeah. said the number one baby face. That's our that's yeah, I think right. he but I think he meant it in the way of like the traditional were like the face yeah. of the company type, like face of the franchise. Yeah, no, because obviously, you no, know, she's not been really the face in any storyline going back to the show starting. Yeah, and then um, you see yeah. her out with people. I'm sorry. Uh, no. Let me just get this out. I'm sorry, Davis. It's just real quick. You see her out like at the comic book conventions more. She's more personable than everybody else. Obviously, she has on practice with dental. A lot of people coming in there. Hopefully, they actually there to get their teeth fixed and not to ask her <laughs> stupid questions about her husband or her being weirdos. But they definitely try to push her to the moon. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, right here, I can see where the twist would be like you know we i would see uh statlander winning by disqualification right to kind of maybe keep that story going prolonged yeah you know so but i i just don't see brit dropping that championship and and like you even said you know she could probably go on for another year you know but i don't see her dropping that championship no time soon um because especially with like you said the stuff she does outside the ring you can kind of market that and you know Mm -hmm. She's gonna actually really make that title and probably better than anybody has done before. And it felt like they've been wanting to get that title. They were kind of letting us know like she was from that first press conference that she was gonna be somebody that they was gonna have a lot of investment in, and we was gonna get to this point eventually. I'm glad they didn't hot shot it though. That was the whole thing with that press conference. We saw who they wanted. They wanted her, the Bucks, Adam Page, Kenny Omega, like, and none of those people got titles till after a year of the company existing because mm-hmm. they were scared like oh if we do the most obvious thing 
it's just these people's egos in control. And again, Britt Baker, she like I I think I said that on BRP. Like I don't see her losing because the whole point was to establish her to everyone as someone who's marketable and who will be able to carry the division in a Bret Hart way. You know, make other people look better, elevate them. Um, whether she's that's right, face or heel. You give Brett his uh for now. I'm calling him Brett Baker. To me, that's a real slight. <laughs> also, too, uh, real quick, if the rumors are true and he's probably showing up tomorrow, because it's been about a week now. That man ain't said nothing being her husband, boyfriend, whatever he is. Let's just say uh, husband. Yeah, boyfriend. Yeah. Whatever it is. You know, they they in the same household. So they they both going half on bills. You married when you go half on bills. Yeah. When you're doing all this, I'm sorry, uh, Brian, for doing that. I don't want to do that. Uh, but when you're going half on bills, y'all marry. I don't care what they say. Uh, so if they are trying to, if the if the paperwork isn't done yet and he's still debating, mm-hmm. you want to appease more so to him that, listen, your, your wife, your girlfriend is going to be fine. You're going to be fine as well. Even though I don't think that's his decision because he's been a professional for how long he's been in the game now, Davis? About twelve years, somewhere I think around. 10, there? I think just about over ten years. Yeah. What's well, this? I kind of alluded this to on BRP that this week they signed, I think Bobby Stevenson, and then today we see Gable Stevenson has a tweet saying, "Just put pen to paper." Is that like the sign of the contract? Because he saw his brother got taken care of. Um, which you know, it's the Chris Smith to the Knicks when J.R. Smith was on his streak that those two years. But yeah, but Britt, Britt Baker. And the I think the thing we forgot to say, Ryan, is that probably Thunder Rose is the real favorite, so they can have a program for the title after they had the uh, St. Patrick's Day brawl and you know the her bleeding and like you run that feud back again with the title at stake this time. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan can of that. I ask you two a question? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, brother. Let me ask you two a question. <laughs> She's green, correct? <laughs> Being this worker I'm about to mention. There's been green workers before, but you have somebody that you can market just as good as Britt Baker. Obviously, we know how that can work in the pro wrestling business. Jay Cargill, how long until she gets a title shot? I, a year or two? I just now. said that. I said the move would be to give her the title shot, lose, then steamroll people for three months, women for three months, and then come back and dominate. Okay. That's the you move. said that on BRP? You said I said BRP, and I said it here as well. I said it both places. How long ago? <laughs> Like, like the opening 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. here. That's why. Yeah. I just caught it 20 minutes ago. He's, or he's, somewhere around. he's like, Wait, I, what? So I just didn't bring that up again though. Right. I, somebody like Jay, you don't even necessarily have to have her like lose or get pinned. Um, you know, you can just have her again, disqualification and you yeah, know, just, running from a real yeah. challenge. Yeah. Angle that title shot. You're like, Oh no. I'm finished with you. I move on. You know, she got, like you said, just kind of got a steamroll again, you know, because she's like that star, you know, if we could like, and be honest, she's kind of like the Goldberg, right? And yeah, that's why I treat her like that. Yeah. And you, you protect her, not throwing her the U.S. title and the world title so fast, but you can like keep building on it. You know, I remember I was reading Bobby the Brahina's book and he talked about being upset that she yeah uh, when goldberg lost the title because he said he felt like they had something special something they mm-hmm. didn't have in wcw and he talked about the fact that it was like going to nine to five you know just clocking in where wwe was like more organized but 
he got health insurance. That's a good book if y'all ain't checked it out. Yeah, you remind me about that. He was someone who was like, that doesn't make any sense to me mm -hmm. whatsoever to halt this. We like it's a not just a cash cow, but story wise, this guy could have gone like he hasn't lost in four years. Who will be the person? Exactly. This guy's faced three guys. He's faced four, and he still walked out. Again, the Britt Baker thing. She's like, Jay Cargo get the opportunity. Britt Baker can count herself out and be like, "No, that was your title shot. You got to start all over, back of the line again." Jay Cargo runs rough shot, and then it, you right. do the stipulation like Britt can't get disqualified or counted out. Fall or submission is the only way to win or retain. She could be like a JBL heel, right? Where she holds that title for so mm -hmm. long that you just want somebody, anybody. Yeah. You know, but like, I think she people actually like Britt Baker is the thing. She's the heel that people like. I mean, I personally don't because some of the stuff is Becky Lynch corny to me, but uh, teach their own. No, I feel but I understand that that is true. Like JBL was just easier naturally to hate, you know, from post with when he, you know, put the cut his beard and you know went slick back. A ten gallon resistle hat. <laughs> well, he is from Texas, so yeah. Michael. No disrespect Ryan. to anybody from Texas, but I'm indifferent about Texas. Yeah. But uh yeah, let's get into this tag team match. Uh tag team <sighs> on the line, steel cage match. You got the young bucks taking on the lucha brothers. Uh me for one, I, I'm not a young bucks fan. Oh, uh, I think we say lucha. I was scared of you were say lucha bros. I was like, whoa, whoa, I, I can read. <laughs> <laughs> one thing in broadcast, so, you know look i went to school for this i got books to prove it oh no but i thought you were gonna say that you were a fan of lucha bros i was almost terrified like oh like who doesn't oh. like the lucha bros yeah no 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 i know i'll never call you over like no like this man professional huh <laughs> no but no serious though um just looking at it and i was um you know the young bucks have always been a team i like to dislike and i do dislike mm. them so uh i rather like i love when they're heels because i it's just easier right but i think this is one of those that could go either way but i do think they lose the tag titles tomorrow what y'all think i think and i hope so because i really hope the program we get after this is um santana ortiz versus the lucha bros in a series of matches mm -hmm. like run back a best of five tag team style you know new day versus usos where like each time it's a different type of match yeah <laughs> And the Lucha Brothers have waited long enough. They probably really should have been the inaugural champs over SCU. But, and my theory was, I think I might say this on BRP that, or a, a coworker of mine that had Pac Andrade still happened, I think mm -hmm. the move would have been for Pac to win. But then they turn on Pac and win the tag titles. I don't know which match would have took place, but I really see the Lucha Brothers aligning with Andrade. I think that's how the story is going to go. Yeah. I'm going with the Bucks of Youth. Uh, it, it's a bad decision, but history has shown mm. favoritism with this company. Mind you, I'm watching the pay-per-view tomorrow, and I'm probably doing a watch-along as well. Okay. But the fact is, it, it's, it's favoritism, and it, you could blatantly see it. Now, the decision would obviously go for the Lucha Bros. Another other ground legendary team. Both of them are underground legends, being the Bucks of Youth and Lucha Bros. You would go with them just based on more so the experience as workers individual-wise as well. But I think they're going with the Bucks of Youth. Why? Just because it's AEW. 
and 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 like you said, that would suck. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, I and I like Davis's um layout for what could come far as the tag team division. Right. That's always my thing. I figure out what they should do, and it never happens. That's the life of a wrestling fan, though. Like. No, but that's why you would be a better booker. I, I legit think how people talk about Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon as far as booking, I feel like AEW does that with themselves. Like, I feel like they, hey, Arn, what should we do? Well, I think y'all should just go over. <laughs> why? Well, let me tell you what me and Terry did and. Gordy, not no, I, mean, I don't know. I think of all people, Arn Anderson, because again, being Ric Flair's confidant, Ric Flair constantly put people over. So I think Arn Anderson would be the guy. Like, no, y'all should go over. I think it's probably Tony Khan realizing like the company was founded of you guys. It would make him be a mistake not to have you guys champs a little bit longer. But again, they like they beat a, pretty much every tag team in the division up until this point. And again, the Steel Cage is supposed to, and their Steel Cage is so weird, right? It's just basically a hell in a cell. Like it's not stuck on the um, apron. It's surrounding the actual cage. Kind of a fan of it, but kind of like, oh, this is different. Yeah. Yeah. They, they got the fencing, the fencing materials from uh, Walmart. <laughs> Build your own fence. It's like a canal, like a uh, dog kennel. I'm sorry, not a canal, dog kennel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Brian, what about you, Brian? Do you, so you think, the Bucks retain, unfortunately, or I'll go with the Lucha Brothers, you know. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go with them. Uh, and you know, hope like I said, I, I like that program that you uh predicted. Uh, I'm gonna jump to what I think they're gonna do tomorrow, and this won't be the main event. I think it's you, you can't make it the main event, and that is the world title match. Um, you know, Kenny Omega taking on Krishna Cage. It's just one of those matches to me. It's like, well, we already seen it, we saw it on, we saw it for free. Um, I think Kenny Omega wins. I don't think it's, you know, like, it's just, to me, the fact that we've already seen. I know we see rematches all the time, but it's like, I, there's no way in the world. I've been watching wrestling too long to believe, you know, especially in a show that the demographic isn't children. There's no reason for me to believe that Kenny Omega is going to lose the title. Yeah. And you had the great point of, like you just said, like, they, they gave this away on TV. Mm-hmm. This really doesn't need the main event spotlight now. Granted, their whole thing early on was the title made events the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with the exception of with the exception of the lights out unsanctioned match between Omega and Moxley at uh, full gear. But but again, CM Punk in Chicago, that's really the main event. Omega yeah. Christian Cage, they'll have another good match. And the obvious result is Kenny Omega, because as I said, like Christian doesn't need this. He he didn't come back wanting to be champion. He came back wanting just to wrestle. It's the same point. Like I want to put over people. I want to show that I could still do it. First of all, I'm passionate about it as I've, as I ever been. And Kenny Omega, it's like if you go with Christian Cage, what's he do after feuds with who? Because you still have to do Hangman Kenny Omega. You're you're kind of really doing well with stringing that along so far out and just building anticipation and and wondering like I'm when it does happen. Real quick, no, go ahead. Are y'all ready for Hangman Page? Like. God forbid if Kenny Omega got hurt tomorrow and you had to hot shot it, would you be ready for Hangman Page to be champion? And the reason why I ask because I was uh shout out to my good friend uh Shark Sean Williams. I keep telling him, like, I don't see I know where they're trying to go, right? I know everything is geared to get the Adam Hangman Page. I know you do have to slow build, you can't always rush mm-hmm. it, right? 
But to me, I'm not invested in him where it's like I want to see his story and I want to see this buildup, right? If I go to the counterpart of WWE, Big E, while we knew he's not going to beat Roman anytime soon, right? The moment that Kofi Kingston stood with him and said, look, Woods is out. I'm on the shelf and point. It's your time, right? That moment I was ready for Big E and I was ready for this slow build and I was ready for us to kind of get there. I'm not there with Paige. I'm still trying to get there, right? But I just don't. And I'm not saying he won't be a good champion, but to me, he hasn't been must-see television. Help me understand. I would say I like this iteration of him better with like the long pants and the cowboy boots and um, him being like, oh, the, the drunk of the elite was like, ah, uh, right. I don't really need to play with that stuff because we get the young bucks and Kim Omega are basically straight edge and all that. Even the big end, you're when you're hanging around with gals and Carl Anderson, like make that make sense. Like, uh, <laughs> but I think they worked the dark order into dark order into it. Well, even though I'm not, particularly fond of the dark order but then being like the support group the adam page stands like come on adam you can do it i think kind of worked well mm -hmm. but he, i think he's capable of putting on great matches with like the brian cages ricky starks anyone pretty much right but and the cowboy thing kind of like works and i think it's like it's not stupid to me that he rides in on the horse i think that's actually dope that he like literally rides to the ring on the horse for like the special occasions and then but, like you said, special. Yeah. I don't know if it was every week, it'd be like, all right, I felt bad for the horse. <laughs> I just but, don't, and, like, to me, it was never about the wrestling. The wrestling is there. Oh, it's no, the but this little build, it because it's the one story they really have is uh -huh. them being forced to be tag team partners, never really coexisting, even though they were in the elite and then falling out. And can't make it be like, I was always better than you all. I'll still be. Adam Page having to overcome basically the ultimate obstacle to be a single star. It's it's kind of a time old story, but at some point you are going to have to pull the trigger instead of just dragging it out. The big E thing is like week after week. He had the, the best one this past Friday with Paul Heyman with the briefcase. Mm -hmm. And again, that's just like it's coming. You don't know when. They just tease the demon fiend coming, uh, the demon Finn Balor coming back right? in a way. And Brock Lesnar too, but Big E's still there. Like, point, like Brock Lesnar could just kick Roman Reigns in and out of the arena and big e could be like hey like i got i got this right here it doesn't matter what the match is or isn't yeah <laughs> uh i won't take too long talking about hangman page because uh that's not my whole thing that's been my reincurring word since yesterday when that drake album came out that's not my type <laughs> that's not my thing uh <laughs> So with, so with Hangman, with Hangman Page, you can wrestle, and this is coming from a guy that loves pro wrestling. I'm I'm be at the GCW show out here as well. Jonathan mm -hmm. Grisham versus uh my man's from New Japan. I forgot his name, but so this is a guy that like. I mean, obviously, me and you are Bret Hart guys, so we love wrestling. Right. But with him. I don't care about no cowboy gimmick. You could be a hater. It's all right, Davis. <laughs> you don't care about the cowboy gimmick because you actually root for the cowboys and you see enough cowboys losing as it is. So, oh. <laughs> I, I <laughs> Thank you for having me on your show. <laughs> yeah. 
No, it, 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 it it's not my thing, the cowboy thing and giddy up. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't care about the, the boots and the kettlebell. I don't I, but the thing is it's like who else do you give the title to? You gonna give it to Sting? You gonna give it to Darby Allen? Yeah, no, give it to Marco yeah. Stunt. I actually want Jungle Boy Marco Stunt to be champion just oh. to make people mad. Oh, <laughs> I mean, he said he was going to leave, but Brian, I think you have to, you have to boot him out after that. Marco Stone is your champ. Then you're really, Tony Khan has really lost his mind if that's the case. I really do like Jungle Boy. I can't even hold you. I like him. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not your thing. No, he's saying, he said it before you came on. He was like, not for me. <laughs> not a fan. No, <laughs> man. Thank goodness gracious. Uh, I don't even think the kids like that. Yeah, I don't even think the kids like it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, oh boy, <laughs> yeah, I think we I all just, go. Kenny Omega. He'll he'll yeah. retain the title. And now it's time. For, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I hate Christian. I'm sorry, but I gotta go with Kenny Omega. I'm sorry. As the leader of the Peeps, you're West a, Coast you're Ranger, a terrible Peep. <laughs> I'm sorry. Forgive me, Christian Cage. <laughs> but now it's time for the event. Sting will accompany Darby Allen to the ring and he'll drop him off. He's going back. <laughs> and he takes on <laughs> the cult of personality. The he's not the voice of the voiceless no more because he said he doesn't have to be the one and only CM Punk. Um, this right here is a match that um I'm actually excited for you know, CM Punk was somebody who I was like, you know, I liked him. I, I liked him at his height, right? And, you know, during that time when he left, you know, it was like, uh, okay. Then it was like, wait, he really gone? Be nice if he come back. Okay, he's not. Wow. You look back at old videos and you say, wow, you know, man, you know, Punk was really over, you know? And then he's gone for so long. Then it's like, all right, whatever. You, you get used to hearing the fans. You get tired of hearing them chant. But I think this is really good. I think it's good for wrestling and good for AEW personally. Um, and I just don't see him losing this match. Uh, and I know uh, Drip said we're going to talk about it, you know. So what do you think? I'll let Banks go first because what I have to say, you might get a reaction out of him. So I'll <laughs> let Banks go first. Hey, fans, in the past year, or the Marks, I'm sorry. We're fans. Uh, this is difference between fans and Marks. In the past year, Y'all have gotten y'all wish. Uh, Alexa Bliss turned out to be uh, Sister Abigail. It's born. She's born to me. Uh, now CM Punk came back. So now it was a fantasy booking per se when they had Sting versus CM Punk. Boy, we so close to that. Oh, God, I'm deleting Twitter when that happens. <laughs> but nah, CM Punk is that. going over. Why he went through a table and no sold the table at six literally 62 years right, old. All, that was against Everise. If they threw me through a table, I'm no selling that too. Like <laughs> you guys are drinking coffee mugs on NXT TV for months. I like what makes you seem tough? Come on. It's a it don't matter if it was a little baby folded table, like the little one they be cooking on with the easy yeah. bake oven. <laughs> yeah. Play school tables, yeah. Yeah. If Sting go through that at 62, it should be bad, I think, right? No, I think that would actually mess him up more than a real table. 
that's plastic. <laughs> plastic right here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, all right. So Brian, you were probably able to see this. Did you ever see the when it happened, the Michael Jordan comeback game? The first game he I, came back from. I like I watched it, but I like don't vividly remember, you know. Remember, but but again, it was like he was off. Again, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, is, is he ever going to come back? And, w- and when he comes back, is he going to come back the same? You know, like you took some time off. Granted, you were the greatest. And I'm not saying CM Punk's the greatest at accident, but but I'm comparing right, CM Punk to Michael Jordan. Um, because seven years is a long time, mm-hmm. but he did get to say, I'm all healed up. I think that matters more than anything in terms of like how he'll maybe be able to do more, but it's like, Will it be at a slower speed or will or he never lost a step? That's the real interesting thing. The decision, who wins or loses, I've said I think Darby Allen is the next contender for Kenny Omega because at this point, who else? If Once he beats Christian, like who else? Unless Adam Cole is going to show – unless the main event is Kenny Omega, Christian Cage, and Adam Cole shows up and super kicks Kenny Omega mm-hmm. um, you know, and recreates the NXT Brooklyn 2017 moment of like attacking the champion – which or Daniel Bryan, either one of those two. Um, mm. but to me, it's more about how does CM Punk look because it's a thing where we saw John Cena at SummerSlam, he still looked good, he looked like he was again slowed down, but he hasn't been doing it for you know almost two years, right? And that's someone who was doing it day in, day out, and all that, and is underrated as a worker. Where CM Punk was to some people overrated or just average, and then some people like, no, he's really great, you gotta give him his props. So that's to me, the decision doesn't matter as much. Is this, if this will be a good match. Okay. Okay. So but I do think Darby Allen wins. I think Punk really came here to put people over it, but I think Punk could churn heel after. I think that's the only way he, that's, that's the way it would have to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to see punk lose and then shake hands and move on because then Clap. Clap. yeah, you know, raise his arm. Yeah, it's the you know maybe I'm not. That's old, right? That he mm-hmm. looks like an old man at that point. Where we expecting to see, he says he's back, and we're gonna get some matches, matches. So I think if he does lose, like you said, he has to, you know, turn heel. But I, I do. I think he wins. I think they're going to. You know, I think Tony Khan's going to send the crowd home happy. Yeah. Um, what do y'all think about a scen? Oh, go ahead, Banks. Let me before I go into the scenario. What do you think? No, you said it perfect. I actually don't have any, uh, no insight about it. The dude came back. Uh, we know what it is. It's just now who's going to show up. That's my whole thing with this whole pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. How many people actually show up? And like I said, we we talked briefly about it with the Daniel Bryan situation. It's like, that's probably confirmed at this point. And then, you know, we'll see what happens with Adam Cole and, Ruby Soho is rumored to show up, correct? Because she's been shooting yeah, those what we're up. for the um that's yeah. what we're saying with the talk about the battle royal. I think she's someone who could probably show up and win it. Um yeah, because she's been doing a dark night little videos. Yeah. Into a one up with these companies where now you know who can out surprise who. You know, it usually you know, we use we we've been used to leaving WWE with like one big return, right? At the big pay-per-views. And it's always been like by one person, but this one they like threw everything with Becky Lynch and Brock Lesnar. So, like, what if we did see like all three people show up and perhaps we even see like in the main event, like let's say punk wins, and then all of a sudden Daniel Bryan shows up and 
goes face to face with Punk or Adam Cole shows up and go face to face with Punk, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, would that even like, would it even be a bad thing if Daniel Bryan showed up and like said, look, no, Punk, I want you, you know, I want, I didn't get a chance to really get the match I wanted out of you. I want to do it now. Like, would that be a bad thing or should they really be focused on putting other people over and worry about their own business later? If Brian were Brian Danielson, because that's what he'll be now, the American Dragon, if he were to show up, I think he's showing up against Omega because it's like that's a match people have been wanting. Best bout machine, mm-hmm. best in the world, like the other best in the world, the true best in the world. Some, like you said, Brian, he's your favorite. Yeah. Um, I think that would be the, not punk Brian. They, I don't think they'd want to run that back given that they worked basically on kind of like punk's last um, run in the company. Yeah, they would. I think they would postpone that maybe a little bit. I think that'd be one of the last matches CM Punk would probably have for AEW would be with Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. Um, the Adam Cole thing with CM Punk, I see a lot more. I see that happening more likely than Brian Danielson, given that like, you know, you've been gone for a long time. I'm the guy now, type of mm-hmm. stuff. Like, yeah. it, your time's passed, and it's Adam Cole's time. But it's. SummerSlam, the Brock thing was a reaction, I think, to the CM Punk thing. Even though everyone knew what was happening, Vince yeah. McMahon was like, okay, Brock Lesnar, you got to come back. Like, you have no choice. Write the check yourself. Yes, the Brock. Plane, the pony yeah. Oh. yeah, the the plane's already there. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Becky Lynch thing, given, again, we still don't know what Sasha ha- has happened with Sasha Banks. That's mm-hmm. a real emergency glass type of, like, on the fly breaking case of emergency return it's yeah. something they probably have been waiting to do but given the again still unknown circumstances was like we have to do something now because if they, uh, realistically they just could have had becky uh, bianca Belair beat two women at once and sent everyone home happy instead of having to do all this garbage that's been occurring since becky was returned which is her saying she's so tough but like we know you're not clear to compete and you're such a terrible trash talker. I'm not buying any of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, the returns. I mean, you. I guess you can do them all in one night. WWE did it. Yeah. <laughs> it. This is my insight to this. This man, and it goes back to Vince as a whole and how he plays chess, not checkers. Mm-hmm. You can just imagine him. First of all, he probably don't even know what AEW is. He probably hears what what's that? All elite what? Okay, cool. So this is he what probably we're just thinks people are spelling ah like what are you awing about? Like yeah, what are you talking hey, about? Come on now. He, it's Friday. It's Wednesday. What what are you talking about? We don't have anything here. So no, but with him, uh, the genius of him is y'all go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna release y'all. Y'all go ahead. Budget cuts. It's not budget cuts. You made the most money you've ever made in the past year, your entire career of being a part of then WWF to WWF to WWE now. So in that 40 plus year or whatever run of this company, this promotion, you made the most money ever. With him, he like, y'all go ahead, go do what y'all want to do. Oh, that gable, that gable uh Stevens. Kid, Stevenson kid. Yeah, Stevens kid. Let's get him. Let's go get the other Fatu brother. Let's go get this person. Let's go get this person. It don't matter to him at this point about 
if you got a name, obviously, because we saw that release that what they said about NXT and the whole revamp of NXT. Right now, he just know he's towards the end of his life. I want this paper. I don't care about them old workers. Y'all go over there to y'all little wrestling thing because it's about entertainment. Mm-hmm. I want people that's just in sort of shape or in great shape, They're professional athletes. Yeah, that, that that's just where he at. Like, cool. So, oh, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I kind of made him. That he could say that, even though we saw him on ROH as Daniel Bryanson. We've seen him in all these. Oh, other he, he definitely has that mentality of like, no one knew who you were. It's like, actually, people did. That's why they were excited when he showed up. Well, well, let's, but let's, let's keep it hundred, right? Um, I'm not saying everyone. I'm saying there was a section of the audience that knew. Yeah, so he he could kind of like, in a sense, he could say that more than he could about Ric Flair, right? Because yeah. with with and even Dusty, you know, the whole idea mm-hmm. you heard that that when the pitch to Dusty was if you really the you know second most recognizable athlete in the world, baby, you know, come on over and Go you'll be even bro. more recognizable, even though they put him in polka dots, right? But yeah. like Ric Flair, you know, his stock was already all the way up here where Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson was like known to that hardcore wrestling fan. But then he made him like known to the average and the, the casual and the children. And then, you know, when the Michigan State thing happened and yeah. they was chanting, yes, you know. So like like you could see him doing that. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, you can make an argument that Daniel Bryan became bigger. You, I would make the argument that he became bigger than CM Punk, you know. Oh, um, most definitely. Yeah. You know, he he let him main event his precious baby. <sighs> You know, yeah, in that aspect, yeah, because even though CM Punk did have the GQ magazines and all that, Daniel Bryan had Sports Center with the Michigan State, and then yeah, he got to at least have two WrestleMania main events. Yeah, um, I, and, and you know, side note, I was working at ESPN as a PA at the time, right? And I had this whole plan. I just needed Michigan State to win the championship, and I was just this idea where we would have ran the whole montage of like Daniel Bryan doing the yes, the Giants doing the yes at their stadium. And that would end with like Michigan State doing the yes, and then them winning the championship. I can say that now because uh, yeah. obviously it they didn't. Did. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think like, well, that would have been like what Denzel Valentine, or is that after? Is that before? Maybe Denzel Please don't say that name. Please don't say that name. <laughs> I'm a Bulls fan. Don't say that I'm like, name. Because I'm like, it's definitely past Draymond Green, Kalen Lucas, that period. Um, of Michigan yeah. State, but all that like written down. And I was like, this needs this to happen. I'm about to pitch this idea. Obviously, it didn't, you know. But we, because, you know, Brian obviously won the championship. And it would have been the same yeah. weekend, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Crazy, yeah. Also, no, go ahead. And then I'll, I have my uh, final point about Daniel Bryan's son. Y'all can no. go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, so he kind of made the little man cool. Because Shawn Michaels ain't really a little man. Thank you. <laughs> Shawn Michaels really ain't a little man. Well, like, he made the little man the the real like Vince. What how Vince McMahon sees a little man? Again, because yeah. CM Punk too isn't a little man. He just is like you know stature. I mean, I'm like muscle wise. But Daniel yeah. Bryan is the real like the Vince McMahon hates short guys. That's really Daniel Bryan to a T. The Johnny Gargano's, all that. No, the Shawn Michaels thing was. But also Shawn Michaels had, again, the cool factor, the swagger, carried himself like he was a big guy. Daniel Bryan, he moved and talked like a little guy. Well, Shawn and Savage was all right on the same size, though, right? 
Yeah. I think back then it probably didn't matter right? as much. And it's again, it was Savage. He him on the mic and the character. Yeah, but you know, he cheated with his tiptoes. But you know, yeah. like when Brett said that Sean Michael came up to him and said, Hey man, you win in a championship, opens the door for people mm-hmm. like me, you know, because they wasn't the big muscular weight bodybuilder guy. It opens for me, it opens for me to stab you in the back. <laughs> Circumstances are reality. See, see what I mean? It's all at the end of the day, it's all Bret Hart's doing. He never if he said Vince, Vince, you know what? I don't want to win the title. Take someone else. But you know, Vince, I'm a professional, you know, I'm a man of honor. Um, and I think you're making a good decision right here. Oh, come and, on, uh, <laughs> I'm so for I'm so proud to um to carry your title. And take it back home. <laughs> Stu still hates me. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, I think the thing too, Ryan, was that uh, he shows. Let you know, I'm the excellent <laughs> here. You know, I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And you don't have a chance in a fight when you take on the hitman. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> Unless somehow you give it's man a black eye from an uppercut, make that make sense, Brett. I don't, I don't know the logistics of that. Oh come on! <laughs> no, that was the whole thing with BRP the other day. That's why we titled the episode that it was like. So Vince has a again. Now I think it was Vince like get some get some makeup right here. Um, <laughs> and Brett's like, you know, I just uppercut you. He was like, no, no, Brett, you sucked me right in the eye. I wasn't even looking. You, you, you know, that's how you know. <laughs> but. Don't forget, Brian shows up in NXT, the first version in 2010. That's really the prime turn of the internet audience. Yeah. Watching wrestling and dominating it because they sites are happening. Social media is taking off. Mm-hmm. So when they see that guy start to um, be treated as he was at that time, they get upset. And that's what starts, you know, four years later, them catapulting him all the way to the top. But yeah, they still, Vince McMahon still made him a much bigger star than he ever would have been on the indie level it just you're you're known by millions hundreds of millions instead of hundreds of thousands yeah yeah but yeah so yeah that's the thing let's take a guess who's let's each pick who we think actually works actually shows up on uh sunday who actually debuts on in aw i would say brian okay yeah i I just have this feeling that adam cole really wants to be like a main eventer at wrestlemania and or as much as so as just to have a match at WrestleMania, so I don't think his uh career is done there now. And you know, granted, um, one of the things like Vince McMahon, right? We've seen him do this with uh Dustin Rhodes, he'd sent them go to go, you know, go over to um back to WCW and they come back, get over, and I'll and then I'll come steal you, you know, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to do that with an Adam Cole, you know, and the WWE audience loves him. So I think I think it is Adam Cole because he is a small guy. You ain't no six foot Adam Cole. Come on. You, you think he hates him? No, I to me that whole report of like Vince McMahon, Adam Cole left the media and Vince McMahon is like glowing about him. I'm like at the end he was like, Yeah, I'm not paying that guy two million. You gotta be out of your mind. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> Look at his back. It's he has no back. <laughs> You know, he's the new age Shawn Michaels to so many people. That's that's what that he left like that's supposed to be Shawn Michaels. Get out of my face. But then he got riddle. Don't you ever say that again? Riddle to be the new age Shawn Michaels would talk about the heat that he gets. He thinks he thinks 
John Morrison's the new Shawn Michaels. Like, Vince, I was here before. <laughs> you were? How, how old are you, son? <laughs> yeah. I'm 41, Vince. <laughs> Make him trip. <laughs> but what about you, Banks? Who do you think actually shows up? Oh, Braun Strowman. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> that would be hilarious. I would literally pop if that happened. Yeah, I would, I would be tears. like, this man literally is a madman at the end of it. <laughs> uh, usual suspects, Daniel Braun. Because Punk already read his mouth and said it two weeks ago. Like, bro, if I'm Tony Khan, please. Little voice Tony Khan. He don't have no bass in his voice. <laughs> you got to say that. I'll say that. Tomorrow night, I'm on Tomorrow night, I'm on Dynamite. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> he sounded like the OxyClean man that passed away. That's exactly who he sounded like. Hey, wow. with Jet Dry or whatever the Jet, whatever the name is. But no, no, if I'm him, I'm like, bro. And then he went on IG and posted Daniel Bryanson and his hand colliding. That looks like some from like a rock cover from the 70s. John Cena posted yeah. the CM Punk. Kiss thing. Look at John Cena's Instagram. He's always he was posting the AJ Styles stuff when it happened. Yep. But who gonna tell John Cena not to do it? Exactly. But like, come on. Right. The face. The face for pro wrestling for like ten years. Legit. Mm -hmm. The face of pro wrestling for ten years, and then Roman Reigns came, and we see greatest transpired WWE superstar of all time. Greatest wrestler of all time. I've said it. The yeah. same exact words that the you know when you look at the history of WWE, um, you know, is he the greatest wrestler? No, but for what he means he's, to the company, he he's an underrated wrestler. Stop, people need to stop it. Just like how people will, will crap on Roman Reigns, like we saw the match last uh, uh, last night. But you go run back 2016 Finn Balor Roman Reigns, it's just as good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just you know people are upset. You know when you look like that man, as women say. <laughs> And you could work, and now you can always be a talker. But now you at your focal point of talking. Mm-hmm. People are always gonna find reasons to say you're not good. I mean, me and Brian are about the same age, so we remember 2016, which was like the start of John Cena being like LeBron, where you got an MVP year every year. Every year could be your MVP year, but 2000, I said 16, I'm sure, but 2006 mm-hmm. was like his MVP year for sure. From being on ECW one night stand to uh new year's resolution and all well, that actually I, I mean i think more it's it's more probably 2011 towards the end of 2016 because you get the punk match then you get 20 him and 12 him and punk off and on in 12 again the rock feud same thing in 2013 the rock feud and then him and daniel bryan 2014 he's kind of putting people 2015 u.s open challenge 2016 that's aj that's styles that's yeah you know. exactly Every year he has, like you said, every year he has something going on. He's always in contention, is the thing. There's always something that was like, oh, John Cena had top five story or match of the year in every year. Even Nate said, this is something we'll never. Look, if Ric Flair admits something, you know it's real. Well, he always telling on himself. a lot of stuff. (laughs) Yeah, he always telling on himself. He said, we have never seen this before. A 10-year run, and we'll never see it again. I think. (laughs) He might have been sober. I don't know. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so you 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 got you got uh, Brian showing up. You know what? Yeah, let me do that. Let me be the crazy <laughs> person. Yeah, Braun Strowman gonna show up, and then <laughs> hey, if he does, I'm gonna quit podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna quit podcast yeah, be, if I do that. <laughs> now Banks will turn into Woj of wrestling, like 
according to wrestling realm, thanks. No rest too, said Braun Strowman. It happened. Like <laughs> I will literally be freaked out if, if I manifest that. But like, yeah, Braun Strowman gonna show up just at his joke and he show up. I'm like, bro, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, couldn't you pick somebody else? <laughs> and I'm, I'm legit thinking. Say, I'm not gonna say Bray Wyatt. I'd I'd rather Braun Strowman over Bray Wyatt at this oh, point. I didn't even think about him. I think mm-hmm. the time's still not. I don't think the time checks out for Bray Wyatt yet. No, because it was the beginning of August. It was like when he got really, yeah. So I don't think I was on vacation. It was yeah. It was right like July thirty yeah. first, August first. That was around your birthday, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I think that's because because he's supposed to have the legit ninety day can not compete, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like where the whole thing with Malachi Black was, he had the ultimate like. No, you actually have like no not compete. Like you're good yeah, to go. Come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think be, Brian did have the the great point cool. about Adam Cole has these desires. Um, but like I said, if Vince McMahon's already keen on making NXT something completely different, why would you succeed on the main roster then? I mean, if you got the right, you know, the right machine behind you. You know, I mean, I know it's Vince's the like end all be all, but if you got the right people behind you. You know, let's just say we don't know, like Bruce Pritchard could be behind, you know, somebody Vince Trust or Paul Heyman. You know, it could work. You know, I and, and maybe it's you know, it's, it could be me too, kind of holding on. Um, you know, but I'll put it like this if Adam Cole shows up at NXT, I won't be disappointed. I mean, at AEW all out, I'm not gonna be like, oh man, you know, like I was legit upset when Kurt Angle re signed with TNA like in 20. 14. So yeah, that's something to be upset over. Yeah. Samoa Joe, too. I was like, when, they, <laughs> when those guys kept re signing, it's like, what are you doing? You're wasting away. Like, I feel bad for Kurt around that time. I was like, yo, I hope he really about to get straight. I mm-hmm. hope he really about to get. I think he, around that time, that's when he actually got straight because it was just like, dude, you don't need to be doing this no more. Like, I legit felt like he shouldn't have retired at that point. Mm hmm. Because he was just like, bro, like, the neck is at the phase it's at right now where he really, he moved like the Batman cow. He'd be like this. Like, he rotating like he on a display at the mall. That's how it was now. It's like this. Yeah, you ain't lying. But, uh, fellas, I appreciate y'all coming on. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Give your final thoughts and make sure you let the people know where they can find the podcast. All of those that you're on. Thanks, you go first. Your name no. is before mine on our show, so. No, that's not fair. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm always about to be over, as y'all know. Yeah, he's a Mick Foley of podcasting. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Davis, aka Drip. Instagram, Davis Colin DC. Most importantly, Black Wrestling every single week. YouTube, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Banks versus Davis on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube as well. That's the best compliment I've gotten all year. I'm, I'm definitely using that for my hair on Twitter. Mick Foley is one of my favorite workers of all time. I called you uh, Krillin earlier. That wasn't the best compliment you had all year? No, because Mick Foley is legit in my top five all time. So that, that's a compliment. So while I get this plug in, I want to tell everybody to have a nice day. Uh, <laughs> at the BVD pod is where you can find me. Uh, Banks versus Davis on YouTube, all streaming platforms at Show Your Work Net is where you can find me as well. Shouts out to my co-hosts, Marcel, Nelson, and DJ Larry. 
Uh, shouts out to BRP, of course, the family, Black Announce Table, the family, Random Max the Podcast. What else am I missing? Oh, Black Varian as well. Always shouts out everybody else because I think that matters. Like I said, the Mick Foley of the podcast game, I'll put you over. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This has been fun. Make sure y'all uh, drop your comments, uh, you know, drop everything in the chat. Um, I appreciate these good brothers for coming on. Uh, you know, I came on here like, you know, it's Saturday night. Football's on. Talk wrestling. I'm not paying attention to the game. And, you know, I put the, uh, the invite and they came in and made the show even better. So it's always good when you can have company. Just want to let y'all know y'all can go to buymeacoffee.com slash wrestlingrome. You want to support the podcast everything we do um make sure you subscribe on youtube follow us on twitch and make sure you subscribe on all podcasting platforms till the next time i'm brian h waters follow us at wrestling realm facebook twitter instagram till the next time too sweet and we are out of here the creative process seems to be the topic of choice in professional wrestling that being said, the rest of Rome.